0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 25 of the 2-in-1 Golf Podcast. Madison and Sterling here, now joined officially with
1: Mike Iovino. How are we doing, boys? Doing great, Sterling. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing really well um, this evening. We were able to move some money around. Had to move some stuff from the, the savings to the checking and checking the savings and back. And uh, we were able to acquire Mike. Um, so it's ex- super ex- excited that he's here. Um, he's going to provide us with a lot of, a lot of insight, uh, moving forward. So, um, Mike, welcome again, welcome back, I guess I should say, but welcome to kind of your, your first official, um, member show. Hey, thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be a part of the team. I want to get serious here for,
0: for a second. Um, we tried this in maybe episode like four five, six, um, with Dwayne. And you know we've made some jokes about him going to live and him being a part of live and all that, but um, but seriously, like Dwayne, you know, super busy working a bunch, just couldn't commit the time. Um, so Madison and I kind of did the show on our own for about 20 episodes, and um, we've gotten some feedback from some people, and uh, we've we've brought on a third, Mike, uh, no pun intended there, and uh, Mike's just been. part of pretty much every episode like he loves giving us feedback he listens to hopefully almost every show um and now he's gonna be on every show well maybe not every show but hopefully most of the shows moving forward so um yeah just great pickup for the team
2: yeah like i said thrilled to be here glad to be a part of the three-man weave i mean (laughs) happy to do this awesome uh
0: well to start uh we had a match last night uh today is December 11th, Um, and Tiger and Rory, did they play? Did they ever show up? Um, But they lost to JT and Jordan, and I think we all watched it, and it it didn't really feel like a match, in my opinion. JT, Spieth, they showed up. They won the first. They tied the first hole, won the next three, and they basically put it on cruise control. Uh, Tiger didn't have his best stuff. Rory, number one player in the world. He didn't have his best stuff. And I don't know. It was clear. It was clear that JT and Jordan were the better team. Um and as far as a, a golf standpoint, like the play that was actually played, I don't know, it was it was below par, subpar.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely felt that way. Um, first off, just just to kind of put this out there, super excited to see Tiger back in action. It looked like he had some speed out there as well. Um I mean, you can roll your eyes, Sterling. Even JT was commenting on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can tell the foot's really bothering him because, I mean, as soon as he'd walk away, he was just kind of hobbling. Um, and just watching him walk up to the first green after he, he hit that drive, left himself a little short with a little um, – just a little pitch shot up there, that was tough to watch. That felt like we were back at the open, um, and it just it didn't, it didn't look good. So um, – yeah, I, I wouldn't say that the golf was anything to write home about, but um, it was great to see him out there. JT and Jordan were electric. I mean, it it was really great to, I mean, I knew JT was a pretty funny guy already and, and pretty personable, but having Jordan out there, it's good to see him kind of loosen up a little bit. On the other end of the spectrum, we had Rory that just was silent. I mean, I really don't think he said anything. I, I'm not sure if he wasn't comfortable Um, I know it's, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of different format, but I just thought this is a good time to really, um, I guess just really kind of show the side that everyone can relate to, not the number one golfer in the world, but just kind of the, you know, he's a dad, he's, he's just a regular guy outside of the ropes. And I just kind of thought that's what we see, but I mean, he was, he was quiet.
2: Yeah. I mean, I thought the Irish were supposed to be talkers and (laughs) just to be so flat so dry the entire time you know it really it really kind of shocked me this was like you said this was an opportunity for rory to kind of show show that personality on a big stage and you know i thought he really really kind of squandered it and you know let jt be the big personality you know i just kind of seeded that kind of seated that ground to him completely let's not forget this is rory's
0: second match like he he played in the match. Yeah, it was him and Justin Rose versus JT and Tiger um, at Payne's Valley, and I he was a lot more talkative in that first one because they were talking about dominoes and you know Rory was chipping off of greens and it was like the first time people have played that course. Um, I don't know if it was because it was under the lights, and I, don't,
1: I really don't know why Rory didn't show up um, as a personality. Yeah, and I will say um I really thought the under the lights format like that that style would be really cool. I really I was really excited for that. But actually them out there hitting shots you I mean they were talking about, you know, it's tough to to gauge what the depth is and all these things. And when they were hitting shots in the greens I was like, yeah, I'm not really a huge fan of this because you were expecting, you know, really high quality golf and it just wasn't that way and they're just blasting these balls into the night. And you know the the shot from from behind them when you're seeing them on the tee and the ball coming off that's really cool. But other than that, like I I could have done it in the day; it would have been just as fun. But I mean, I, I really was was expecting to to uh, add a little something extra, and I think it just kind of fell
2: flat. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really pop. The lighting didn't look great. Mm-mm. I know it's I know it's temporary lighting, but. I was flashing back, and this might be from before y'all's time, but the uh, the old battle at Bighorn that uh, Woods and David Duval did ages ago, and yeah, I don't know who they got to light up Pelican, but it looked like they were doing it. It looked like they were doing it on the cheap. It, it reminded me of when uh, my little college made our uh, had our first night game on like ESPN 4 in the 1AA playoffs and they brought and ESPN brought in temporary lights to light up the stadium so uh you know yeah
1: i mean it very, overhead, it was very dark yeah overhead um i mean it it looked it looked like you you were going to have a lot of light mm-hmm. overhead but once they were down there on the course like you know yeah. seeing I can't remember which hole it was. Tiger kind of blasted one to the right um, and it kind of rolls down and you just don't see it. it the ball just disappears. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, it was kind of hard to to follow You're you're like, where did that ball end up? And then you're randomly seeing someone like Jordan hit one too. And I thought, man, he's completely blocked out. And then he's just kind of wide open. So um, it was just, it was tough to see. So I I wasn't a huge fan of that. So I'd, ra- I prefer them just to play it in the day. And I know it was something just to change it up, but, um, if it ain't broke. They were actually um
0: experimenting for tomorrow sports. Is that what it's called? Tiger and Royce Found? Yeah. Or not yeah. Business Adventure. PBMW? Yeah. Is it Tomorrow Sports? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I listened to the conversation, um, is what they called it, like the 30 minutes before, you know, the warm up and they teed off. And you know, they were just trying to experiment because I think this is the direction they're trying to head for the um the golf league. Is that what it's called too? I like, don't know if that's what oh, they're calling. Yeah, it.
2: TGL. Mm-hmm. TGL. So what is that?
0: I don't know what it stands it,
2: for. The Golf League. If, you know what? If you want it to be Sterling, I think that's what we go with. Okay.
0: All right. So the Golf League. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a night event. You know, it's supposed to be indoors, but I think the stadium's like going to be so big that it's going to have kind of the same lighting plus like the simulators and the indoor grass, not turf. Um, so I think it's just like a experimental first-time thing for tomorrow sports.
1: So I thought with those, whatever you want to call it, the golf league, are, are they, aren't they just playing on a simulator, simulator, though? They're not actually hitting shots? I thought that's the, way, the mock-up that I saw when they were kind of drawing it out. But that could have been, you know, 20 iterations ago. So I'm not 100% sure if it's changed since then. So when
0: I first saw it, I thought it was going to be like shots over 75 yards would be into that simulator and then they were going to potentially kind of try to recreate the short game shots. Like they're going to have a bunker. They're going to actually put on
1: green, stuff like that. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know how it would work. It sound, I mean, the concept sounds interesting, but I mean, the major takeaway is just better lighting, right?
2: Yeah. I think if they're in a stadium that's already lit for night events, I think that's a huge, that's a huge plus because I'm, all in favor of it. I mean, I love the idea as long as the execution's a little, little bit better, you know, last night wasn't bad, you know, didn't help that uh, Jordan hit the ball into the dark, you know, into dark places a few times, but uh, you know, I, I think that uh, with a little work, with a little work, they can get there. So, yeah,
0: I agree. I also thought it was funny how the golf carts had those, super bright lights facing mm-hmm. towards the players so like we at yeah. home could see them on camera but like when they were driving i mean you guys can't see me at, uh, if you're listening but like they were super like up on the steering wheel of trying to see like through those lights out into the
1: you know onto the course and it was just funny to watch them try to drive yeah um so i, I guess kind of back to what i was really looking forward to in the most in the match and i just want I want to get both of your takeaways on it, but I, I posed the question and put it out there. What do we need to see from Tiger at this match to have some sort of gut feeling or um, some sort of hope that there could be like a true, maybe realistic major run in 2023? And I'll be honest, other than the first tee shot um, and maybe one or two of the shots he hit on the range, I, I didn't really see much. Yeah, he
2: looked, I saw a lot of, like just slightly off balance swings. It seemed like, you know, which doesn't surprise me if he's got one leg, that's basically non-functioning. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of makes things uh, a little bit difficult to, uh, to make a good golf swing. And also hadn't he not really hit full shots? Yeah. I think weeks I heard. Yeah. I thought it was
1: two weeks um, that they were saying just because of the issues with the foot and, and, don't get me wrong. I understand that. I mean, clearly he was still in a lot of pain, um, when he was out there, but I mean, even some of the, just the more, um, you know, touch shots kind of around the green, I just didn't see like what, what you're, you're used to seeing with tiger. I understand hitting full shots is probably not, um, you can't really get a good gauge of that right now because the lower body is in kind of rough shape. Um, but just those the, those more handsy shots around the green. It just didn't seem um, like Tiger of old.
0: I feel like everyone's commenting on his ball speed. Right, I think he had the highest average ball speed out of all four players last night. You know, one seventy seven, one seventy eight was kind of where he was. You were saying, I think out of the, I don't know, they had a lot of par threes, so maybe like six yeah. or six or seven drivers. But did you see him outdrive anyone last night? Mm -mm. The ball speed was there, but it wasn't optimized like he I feel like he was consistently 10 yards behind everyone else. Um, But everyone was just talking about how much, you know, his ball speed had picked up or whatever. So, like, yeah, like he's he's swinging at it, but the ball is still not going anywhere. Um, But back to your question, I don't I didn't take away anything last night as far as his golf game. I think his golf game will be fine. I think we need to see him walk. Um yeah. Which is crazy to say, but yeah, I don't think he if if he can't walk, then I don't think he has any chance of winning a major and for the rest of his career obviously. So cuz he won't take a cart. And he said that uh last week. A cart is not an option.
2: Yeah. Well, and I mean, given the stance he took on Casey Martin, I don't know that he could Mm-mm. take a cart i mean he he kind of he kind of made that bed several years ago maybe didn't look into uh his crystal ball and see what would happen uh you know come 2022 but yeah near yeah. near leg amputation
1: i'm pretty sure you aren't exactly. thinking that far into the future yeah. um but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely want to kind of see him get a little more in, I mean, even at the PNC, it's not going to be what you really consider like tournament, tournament shape, but I mean, you're going to be seeing him hit more shots and different shots. And I just think, you know, what we saw last night probably wasn't um, even all he could give. He was probably just out there. It was a commitment they already made, obviously, with everything going on between Liv and PJ Tour right now. Tiger Rory are kind of the face of this side of it, and um, you know he he needed to be out there, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm holding out hope that maybe maybe one of the majors next year will actually see him on a Sunday um, and not not dead last. Sterling says no. I don't. I don't see him making a cut next year. Wow. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. He's going to play in four events. Do you think he'll only play four? He might not even play in
0: four. Where's the U.S. Open this year? Okay. Stack Guy Madison, can you go ahead and start
2: pulling up the – So that's Oak Hill, right?
1: I think it was Oak Hill, yeah. Yeah,
2: which is going to be a pretty tough walk on him, I think, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's Stack Guy Madison, can you go
0: ahead and pull up the four major venues for next year? I know we have Liverpool. Obviously, we have the Masters. I guess we have Oak Hill for the PGA. Where is that U.S. Open going to be? My only thing with the U.S. Open is like you find
1: one bad lie.
2: Is U.S. Open LACC next year?
1: Let's see. We've got Oak Hill for the PGA. U.S. Open. Yeah,
2: it's LACC. LACC? So he could do LACC probably. I don't think that's that bad. But Oak Hill, I think, would be pretty brutal. So maybe he plays three out of the four
0: majors. Probably plays in the players. When the players? Is in March? I don't
1: think he plays in the players you don't think so too cold mm-hmm. outside can get the leg warm i mean and he can put a couple compression sleeves on it i don't know i don't see him i don't see him playing in the players but you see him making a cut if he only I, plays I, no in no, Navy, no no no. hold on let's go back to that i didn't say i i see him making a cut i say i hope to see him playing on a sunday yeah but then i said he,
0: then i said he ain't making a cut
1: and you were like whoa yeah because you're just slamming the door i see mine's like whoa. Doors open just, a little bit. Doors you know, ajar. Yeah. You're just slamming that thing shut. It's got three padlocks on it. No one's coming through. I'm swat, not gonna sit swat, on the fence. SWAT. Look. Make look. a
0: decision. Let's do it. Book it right now. Tiger Woods making a cut next year. Yes or no?
1: Nope. Not even making a cut. Nah. That's Go not, ahead and say uh, yeah. Not not I even hate, at not even I at Augusta.
2: I hate to say it.
1: So he might not play in Augusta. That's gonna be
2: a tough walk, too.
1: That walk's gonna be have you ever
2: walked? Have you ever walked Augusta?
1: No, but on camera, I mean it it you can see they they make it look a little bit easier than what it is, but I've seen like different photos and everything that people have taken there, and it's like that is that's not fun.
2: It is a hard walk, even as a spectator, you walk that course and you're aghast.
1: Yeah, we were huffing and puffing at the president's cup, Madison. Well, we were also sprinting around, so um. I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubts. So we've got two no's. I'll give him a I'll give him a yes. He will make one cut. No, no, no. Don't, don't
0: say we've got two no's. Make your own decision.
1: Uh, no, I'm saying my decision is I do believe he will make one cut. If the leg is no, no somehow hold, he, held held together, he's going to make a cut. He's going to make a cut.
0: Right. Okay. Don't know where it's going to be. All right.
1: Don't know where it's going to be. Yeah. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's got to be. A, it has. There has to be a cut. No live. Okay. There will be a cut. All right. Okay. There has to be a cut in the tournament he plays in. Um, what do we so think mean, about uh, what do we think about JT Spieth and Rory? And we already said that Rory didn't play great at all for
1: being the the best player there. Um, my main takeaway is JT and and uh, Jordan are to be tough in Rome. I can't wait to see that if they play anywhere remotely close to how, I mean, just for, you know, a non-competitive round, I mean, they were JT, especially the lights came on and JT was just like, I'm here. I'll take care of this or you don't want to talk. I got it. Don't worry about it. Um, so I think them together in Rome will be, uh, will be a problem for, for the Euro, Euro team. And surprisingly, it was this
0: putter last night that really, yeah. You know, he really it up. Yeah, which you, normally for them too, it's Jordan that has the hot putter. Yeah, but yeah, I guess when JT is competing
2: against Tiger, that he just shows uh, up. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was still good though to see Jordan do Jordan things like that insane cut off the uh, the pine straw. I forget which hole that was. Yeah, that was insane. But, you know. Yeah, and that's, one- what, that's what makes him. That's what makes him fun to watch, and that's why that's why you want to watch him play golf because. You know, he puts himself in positions that you and I get into, but you know, what he does from there is pretty pretty magical. So
1: yeah, I was wondering if uh if you think Greller was watching last night being like, I oh, wouldn't hit that shot, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, I wouldn't <laughs> let's let's switch it up. I don't think four iron's the oh, club hey. for you on this one club challenge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of those shots though, did you see um Uh, Rory hit that roping hook with a, I don't, I don't know if it was a three wood or a five wood Mm -hmm. through the trees. Oh my God. I I was looking at the gap in front of him and he had a a massive gap between the two trees on the left and then a smaller gap on the the two on the right. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go through this gap over here on the right. And I was like, man, that's, that's pretty tight. And he just, I mean, I don't know why I would doubt Rory anyways, but flawless execution. That thing just peels back to the left. That was absolutely beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Tiger hit a couple cool looking shots too there. The uh, those two rope hook five irons, irons that he, yeah, that he, yeah, hit. yeah that
1: was on that. Those are, those um, are pretty sweet. That was on their one, one club challenge hole, which I thought yeah. was actually a kind of a cool concept.
2: Yeah, I, I love that idea.
1: What's what, what would you pull there, Sterling? What would be your club? Uh, I would do what Jordan did,
0: just whatever the hole is divided by two, and whatever number that comes out to, that's the club I'm hitting. Yeah. So I think it was like what like four forty eight and Jordan took four iron, like I'd probably take
1: three iron and two iron, yeah, yeah. I saw j t. the five wood was kind of an interesting play. But yeah, when Tiger pulled the that five iron, I mean, and he, he sets up to it. And I mean, his back is to the fairway and just launches one over there and then obviously finds that one and does the same thing for his next shot. just unbelievable to move the ball that way I can move the ball that way it's not on on purpose we saw that a little bit today Sterling I mean I can hit that that roping hook but it's supposed to go straight so um, a little bit different on this side just a little
0: any other comments from the match JT and Chuck are, Oh, so JT and Chuck are, are great they're brilliant um, you put Charles Barkley in a room with with anyone from Auburn uh, or I'm sorry Alabama it's going to be a good time Um, But Madison, you made a comment yesterday on on the match and like who who, like who's in the next one. And you said that if you win the previous match, you should move on to the next one. I agree. So JT and Jordan. Yeah. Right. Let's say, you know, next year, Black
1: Friday, who are they going to play against? See, that's that's such an interesting question because it's like who wants who wants to play in it? My. My initial reaction would be, I mean, you look at some of the teams from the QBE, which we'll get through this week. I wouldn't mind seeing a Max Homa and a Kevin Kisner. They both have personalities that kind of pop on camera. I think it would be fun. Do I think it would be fair? I I don't know. Max Homa is, is a great ball striker, but you throw Kevin Kisner in the mix, obviously a lot shorter, off the tee, mm-hmm. um, pretty decent iron player. His his main, I guess the the thing he really hangs his hat on, though, is his putting. He's a great putter, um, but yeah, I mean, I could see see them go out there, but yeah, I, I think it's a make it take it rule. You win, you move on,
2: and then someone challenges you. So, would love to see Cantley Shoffley. That would I, be a good that one. Would, I think that would be pretty good. Um, I mean, looking at it more for the golf, you know, personality wise, eh, maybe not yeah. as much, but there's got to be there's got to be there's got to be decent golf being played. Homa would be good, but I he'd need a better he'd need a better sidekick. Um Homa Cam Young. See, I, so I Cam was- Young on the golf side of it
1: answers that question, yeah. right? Yeah. But on the personality side of that, I've never seen that guy smile. Right. Anytime they flash to him, it he doesn't smile, he doesn't show emotion, which is I mean, never gets upset with a bad shot either. He just kind of just goes on with his routine and, and, and everything, but I, I don't even think, I don't even know if I know what his voice sounds like. Like, I don't think I've ever heard him talk before.
2: You've got to have good enough golf though, to make the thing go more than 10 holes. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure capital one and all the other sponsors were sweating it last night that uh, <laughs> they they might be done. Uh, you know, they might've been done in nine. I mean, yeah. they, there was one, I mean, they, JT and Spieth gave Rory and Tiger a gift on one hole that they easily could have made him putt out and, you know. Yeah, I think, um for them. I think
1: somebody might have been in their ear and been like, hey, um mm-hmm. this thing's getting out of hand already.
2: Oh, you um, think? Yeah, I, I'm sure the producer was like, nope, pick him up, pick him up. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. To- Did you hear Charles Barkley comment and I think he said, um, he's like, man, the way this thing is rolling right now, like we're gonna we're gonna lose a bunch of commercials, like we're gonna lose some ads. He's like, we still got 298 commercials to yeah. run through. <laughs> yeah. <he> was- yeah. <laughs> and then JT was like, Chuck, I thought you were picking up the bill for any uh mm-hmm. for any ads we didn't get to. Um, do you think Capital One would drop as a sponsor if it was JT and Speeth versus Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson, because Uh, it's not a
1: PGA tour event. Yeah. And they don't sponsor a PGA tour event um, either. So there would be no, no conflict there.
2: I don't, I don't know. Probably not. It's not a PGA tour event, but I know they've got to pay the PGA tour a cut just for the privilege of having this. So, I mean, that would, that right, you know, that right there in and of itself, I think might make it a little sticky to try to bring any live players. Yeah. Put,
1: plus, you know. I think almost the perception of that, though, right? Because everyone has been going back and forth. Liv says we've got the best players. PJ Tour says we've got the best players. So if you put them together, if there is is some sort of match, someone's going to lose there. Um, and I don't think the PGA tour would want to be on that losing end. Um, so I
2: don't know. Maybe they wouldn't even grant their players a release, but, yeah. um, especially a 2v2 two two thing. Cause there's too much, you know, too much volatility there. Anything could happen. Yeah. If you put, put lives two best against two PGA tour players. Yeah. I mean, Cam and Dustin could totally, could totally win. All right. You about, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if you had a if you had a Ryder Cup style team event, yeah, I mean, at that point, the depth of the PGA Tour would just take over. But yeah, two v two would be tough. Now, could, what if we? I what if we through.
0: did um, two LPGA? Would they get my, my biggest concern is Would they get enough um, fans to watch it? But I also think, and and it would hopefully draw more eyes to the LPGA if those LPGA players do win. So would you do like a, a JT and Spieth
1: versus, you know, Jessica and, and Nelly? I don't, I don't know if you could just put them up against each other. It almost happens to be like a mixed team because then you have to bring in like, you know, potentially move in tees. Like maybe they play a shorter yardage and everything. And I just don't think that, that looks as good on TV. So I think you'd almost have to do a mixed team, which I do think would be kind I would of a, love that. an interesting, um, an interesting event to see, similar to the QBE, but something um and no shot at anybody that that played in the QBE, but you know, some bigger, bigger names out there. Um, and then really some buy-in from the top talent on the LPGA as well. Yeah. Did have Nelly Corda and Lexi Thompson out there, two very recognizable players, but I mean. I think that's the only way they get any additional coverage. I know that's not answering your question. That's kind of like circling it and peppering in some takes there. But um, yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't know if that would work. That's fair. Do we want to move on to the to the QB shootout?
2: Yeah, certainly. Where
0: where a dark horse has risen. And so Madison and I had this conversation earlier today first of all do we count this as a win no no I think we're all on the same page not. there right madison yes not a win just not a, a win.
2: almost like a community invitational like just a nice a nice little payday you know i mean asad's still living at his folks house has he gotten his own place yet I, oh i don't know i think he's doing the airbnb
0: thing like airbnb. wherever he goes airbnb. you know mm-hmm. um but yeah. I, I don't know. It's it he posted on his Instagram recently, like a few hours ago, um, of him holding the trophy. And I don't I don't like it. I don't like how he did it. It kind of looks like he won a PGA tour event. Um, he doesn't have a win yet. I don't know. I just I think well, he should I, I don't think I don't know how you do
1: it. I don't I just don't think you post it the way he did. Well,
0: it's I just, think
1: At the end of the day, though, it's still his first, his first, oh God, (laughs) you got to put like an asterisk or like three behind it, but his first like win after being on the PGA tour. Now, granted, this is an invitational, maybe, I don't know if even if you call call it an invitational, but this is an event where there's no points being given out. It doesn't count as like a true win or anything, but I think just for him. You know we talk about all these confidence builders and i don't know that this helps right because of course you've been playing um with a teammate all week but um i think for him it it just kind of probably feels um like a little bit of a win he's been so close so many times in the PJ tour um but to finally get it done i mean I I, under, I I definitely get where you're coming from um but maybe on in his eyes like a trophy is a trophy right now until you can start Racking up those wins, really starting to compete in the majors and everything like that. some sort of hardware is is worth something to him,
2: yeah, again. I mean, I think it's a nice it's a nice couple days. you know, it's a nice payday. None of it hurts, but you know, is this something you can build on? Mm. I don't know, yeah, it's it's tough because, of course, you're,
1: you know it, I mean, you want to say that you you went out there and, and really kind of helped your team and you were the the reason they that you won and I, I mean i don't know it's just tough in in that um that format yeah so um happy for him definitely but um i don't know half a million dollars each not too bad right yeah i think really um the kind of the two takeaways from this that I think are, are, are really cool. Um, so we did have Lexi and Nellie, um, playing this week, uh, which I alluded to. We had, um, Mav McNeely playing with Lexi Thompson. And then of course, um, Denny McCarthy playing with Nellie Corda. So, um, Denny and Nelly finished tied for fifth. And, um, I don't know if either of you saw it, but Kisner and Homa played together this week as well. And they were, they played with Denny and, and Nellie and they were both just, I mean, kind of in awe of her game. And I think it's, you know, it, without them being out there week in and week out and seeing um, the level of talent, some of these, um, some of these women have to, to kind of have it right in front of your eyes. And they're, you know, they're putting better than you or hitting some wet shots closer than you. And um, I, I know she hit a fantastic three wood into, um, into one hole and was closer than the both of them so um i think something like this is how the lpga gets more attention because the people that tune into this are like you know trying to figure this out who is this person why you know she's playing great you know that's how i think they get more more viewers is more participation i was kind of surprised there was only um two of them that played but i think if you expand this event to more teams and encourage and almost force it to be a
2: mixed um Format, I think it would be huge. I mean, I I think that that, I think making this a mixed format gives this some juice that it otherwise just absolutely does not have. You know, I mean, this event could happen; it could not happen. You know, I'm sure South is glad that it happened, but in, in the grand scheme of things, you know. Yeah, and it does not happen and, and no one would no one would really care, I think.
1: Yeah, especially with, with not a ton of competition. Obviously, I think most um I think some of the bowl games have already started. Um, but it's not action-packed like usually um the weekends are with college football and then NFL right after it. Um no PJ tour events. The match, of course, kind of throws Throws it off a little bit, but I mean, there's no live coverage from QBE while the match was on last night, so it was, I think, a really kind of good opportunity. It was a sweet spot where there's not a lot of competition, where they really could have capitalized on that. I don't, I don't know how many teams it is. It's is it ten or twelve? I mean, it's it's a small field, but expand yeah. that field, add more players, um, and then, like I said, mix in the LPGA with it, and I think it's it's a really good, um, a really good way to to show what the other tour looks like. Show some of the players, get them to kind of be household names because their game clearly um, translates over very, very well. And I think it's just about people seeing that and be like, "Wow, that's that's pretty interesting. Maybe I'll tune in and and kind of see." But I have a question for you too. Um, we we're talking
0: about making this a, I guess, a unisex, like a, a PGA tour and an LPGA tour event. Now, if you sent an invite to the top forty on both sides, right? And you and you pair them up, however you want to do it. And you do a 72-hole event. They're playing best ball with their partner, but they're also playing individual stroke play. So potentially, you can have an overall winner, a men's winner, a women's winner, and also a team winner. Now, my question was, like, would would you count that as an LPGA tour win and a PGA tour win.
2: I I could see that. I could definitely see that. If you're playing 72 holes of stroke play, you're not playing this format, but there actually is that, you know, that 72 hole stroke play aspect to it. So you're, you're hitting cups, you're putting everything out, you're playing everything in. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the AT&T Pebble Beach, where the pros are playing everything out. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I think definitely that could work. And that might be pretty interesting and could create some chaos, which would be a lot of fun to uh, a lot of fun to watch and try to keep track of everything that's going on. And, you know, and what if you mixed in the idea of an overall winner? and you've got a team where both players are just balling out and they're trying to beat each other brain each other's brains in for the uh, the overall you know that okay. could be an interesting dynamic there especially if they're running away with the uh, the team competition but they're trying to beat each other you know that could be really cool to watch i agree
1: yeah i think if you if it is kind of broken up that way, um, I, I definitely think you could have a PGA win and an LPGA win as well. I also think, you know, having having something like that could could draw additional sponsors in. I don't know how much you know money QBE is willing to shell out, but I mean, for ten teams, they they paid a decent amount of money, and I don't know how many eyes it actually got to this weekend, but. When you add in more players, um, some of the bigger names from both tours, I think there could be some more more money thrown around, uh, maybe some primetime coverage as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I think it would be a win for for both platforms, but I think that's really the way that the LPGA gets exposure and needs to.
2: I agree. And that would be a great I think that would create some great storylines that could then, you know, kind of carry over into the upcoming season that hopefully would spark some spark, some interest because there's so much great golf being played. And I mean, one of the cool things is that they can play great courses that haven't been obsoleted by the men and distance, you know? So, you know, they get to play some places that are, you know, really, really cool to watch golf being played on. That's a good point. Links, pebbles. Um, Anything
0: else from the from the Tubers this week? Min Woo Lee, Min Woo Lee. Ooh, did not play this week. He's uh, he did not play at the Dunhill. Nope, he's on vacation. Didn't make the uh, didn't make did the trip.
2: Pilgrimage? Oh man,
0: it's too bad. Um, I did see Louis used to lose and did play. Um, Brendan Grace, a couple of the South African
2: live boys had a big big week on the DP World Tour.
0: A big week. Um, oh, I, I did realize that no one shouted out uh, saw
1: his teammate. Like, go, oh, ahead and, Tom, go ahead, and yeah. do that. Yeah, Tom Hoagie. Let's, Congrats. Uh, yeah, let's show some respect. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Tom Hoagie was. I mean, was it? It was last year, the beginning of last year. He was playing like lights out golf. I mean, and ever everyone was kind of like, who is this guy? Um, and yeah, then really, thing. really just faded. Um, so uh, what?
0: What event I mean, did he, he get into one. that was well, pretty big and someone was like, who's Tom Hoagie? Is that a sandwich?
2: <laughs> Wasn't well, it? He won the at He won at Pebble.
0: So he was did. the match play?
2: Yeah, probably. He
0: went to the match play and someone was yeah. like, I'm
1: playing Tom Hoagie today. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's... Um, yeah, just kind of... I mean, he'd been on the... I think been on the tour for a while, just kind of... A lot of good finishes. Yeah, yeah. one of under the radar. And then, um, did he, did he go back to back one, like two weeks in a row? Didn't he win back to back or, um, like one, one week one, I can't remember what it was, but he had a good stretch. And then, like I said, just kind of, kind of faded. So I don't know, maybe this is him resurrecting himself back again. I mean, he's got a, he's got some decent time on, um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about losing his card for a while. So. So moving on from the PJ Tour, LPJ Tour, and the DP World Tour, um, you boys played some golf this weekend. Was that correct? Yeah, I I, I played well, uh, I played twice this weekend. Oh well, no, not really. Uh, nice. Are we, we counting played, yesterday? Yeah, we played only played like three holes yesterday. Um, but yeah, no five. Pl- okay, but yeah, played. Um, oof. I think I play I know I played 18, uh probably played like 23 holes today, 24. Um the real first real stretch of golf, like getting it all done. Um, so it was kind of interesting to see where the swing was and how everything was going. So And we did record your last nine holes out of those twenty-three
0: holes, um, all on video. Uh so we're dissecting all of that now. We're gonna do
1: this. Is your idea. Do you wanna Tell the listeners your idea. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, looking at an amateur's game and what what's going on in the, in the head of an amateur as uh, as they're playing. Um, well, and I think it would almost kind of be a little, um, I don't want to say therapeutic, but um, just kind of be able to see what was going on in my head. Um, I know there was one shot that I hit where I thought I was aimed left. And the ball went right. And you're like, yeah, you were aimed there. Like you were hundred percent were aimed 10 yards to the right. And, um, but it's, it's something you don't feel. So really kind of looking back at it and being like, oh, okay, yeah, I get that now. This is what I was thinking of doing. This is why I pulled this club. Um, but this is the execution. So.
0: Yeah. So we're going to sit, I believe Madison and I are going to sit down one day, hopefully this week, um, watch the footage and break down each shot kind of just what was going through his head. Um, and I guess some of my feedback, um, you know, what I would have done differently, what I would have liked to, you know, see him do in that situation. Um, and hopefully just, you know, help Madison on his journey to qualify for the state open in 2023. Uh, so hopefully that video comes out <laughs> in the next, hopefully it just comes out. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not going to put a date on it cause, uh, we're all pretty busy here. Um, but we also played five holes yesterday. Um, Filmed a three-hole match. Uh, Not sure if that will ever see the light of day. We played a par-4, par-3, par-5. Gave Madison a stroke on the par-5. Turns out I probably should have gave it to him earlier in the match because by the time we got to the last
1: hole, it was already over. Yep.
2: Um, Hate to see that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Believe me, I was there. I hated it. I hated it. Every moment of it. Oh, it was great, Mike.
0: You should have been there. We're on the, we're on the first hole, uh, number three at Chesterfield. Mm -hmm. And we both hit long irons, hit them pretty bad. Both hit wedges in, hit those pretty bad. We have long putts for birdie. Um, he hits his to maybe four and a half feet. I hit mine, like five feet, maybe six feet. And, you know, I called it. I was like, look, I'm going to put this in the hole. I'm going to get him shook. He's miss misses four and a half, and, and sure enough, if it didn't happen, um, so who knows? Maybe that video will come out.
2: Maybe it won't. Oh man! Um, I think the people want to see it. I think. I think so too. Definitely like, want to see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not putting it behind a, um, you know, lock and key or anything like that. We just gotta edit it real quick and and get it out. Uh, but yeah, it was it was um, rough. It was cold. I mean, yesterday was cold. Um, it was a little cold yesterday. And I don't know what was going on with with my swing, um, Sterling. I, I I mean, do you think it looked a little bit better today, at least through the first couple of holes? I mean, yesterday I was like, "Where's Waldo?" He could he couldn't find it. Um, I, it was I all couldn't. over the place. Yeah,
0: couldn't find it at all. Um, hitting these huge block fades,
1: and then went to the range afterwards, and he was hitting pull cut, or pull draws. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty insane. I don't, I don't know what it was. I was, I thought I I was hitting the ball pretty well. Um, like the last couple of weeks and then Sterling was looking at my swing and he was like, yeah, it looks like it's, it's just over the top. Like it, you like the finish you get up here and you kind of set the club in a good spot, maybe try and flatten it out. And he, and then of course, once you hear that my mind's racing, I'm like going back and looking at the video, zooming in everything. And then, well, uh, it, it was just bad. So, um yeah yesterday was was pretty awful i on one that short par three on the first hole uh this wasn't filmed. this was just us kind of trying to warm ourselves up um absolutely just blocked in the trees and i looked at strong i was like i've never been over there on this hole before i have no idea what I, I don't know so um yeah and that's basically it for the rest of the day. that's just kind of what we saw so um we'll get it out there though
0: mike you played yesterday right
2: I did. I did. Um, I only got 14 holes in and then had to bring the uh, had to bring the card in. I was riding because I was trying to get in as much as I could while uh, my daughter was at a meeting there. So played not really that well. (laughs) I was four over for the uh, I was four over for the 14 holes, which is not uh, not great. Not uh, not what we want to see. Uh, especially not after birdieing one. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. How close did you hit it? Um, Not very, Uh, but I made, uh, I made about a 20 footer over the little knob on the right side of the green. And I feel like I've had that putt at least a thousand times. (laughs) So uh, when I walked up to it, I was like, I'm going to make this, you know, do you ever get that feeling over a putt that you're like, it's, it's absolutely going to go in.
0: Yeah. Um, it's something
2: yeah. about how you put your hands on it. I don't yeah. know if y'all have that same. Mm-hmm.
0: You put your hands on the grip and it just feels different. And yeah. like you go to set up to mm-hmm. and you're like, oh,
2: snap. Like, like this is just going to go in. You see the line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that happens. It does. Uh, yeah. Now, did that happen again after that? No, uh, absolutely not. And did I have a nice little two-way miss going? I, I, I did. I did. It was pretty scrapey. Um, you know, so was was I upset when uh, someone from the uh grounds crew came out and said, Hey, you need to bring the card in, it's 4:30. Um, I wasn't really upset to be quite honest, <laughs> although it does kind of stink playing that course because you really want to play 16. Yeah, that's true, you really want to play 16. Yeah, but you know, I haven't been playing that much lately i have been hitting balls a couple nights a week on the sky track but hadn't really been playing much so wasn't expecting a ton it's not awful but you know i've got a lot to work on a lot to work on awesome yeah i definitely understand that more more content for
0: the for the crew here yeah more to talk about on the podcast more to film um mike you mentioned before we started recording that you wanted to start
2: a new segment on the show yeah i would uh like to propose a new segment called should this exist and are we still going with the qbe shootout that is my that's my recommendation for this week should the qbe shootout exist and i'll caveat this since i think we had a good discussion should it exist in its current form
1: in its current form no i could i could do without it
2: should it exist i'm gonna say yes
0: but in its current form, I'm going to say yes.
2: In its current form?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because how often do we get to see Nelly Corda, Lexi Thompson, and more LPGA tours or tour players compete with PGA tour players? I think that part's pretty cool. I think there's a lot of changes that need to happen. Mm-hmm. In its current form, I still think it should exist, but I would love to see some changes.
2: So I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you, but say that it shouldn't exist in its current form because i think as we were discussing before it should be 100% mixed
1: yeah i agree
2: um it it's
1: i mean its current form i um you know it's not anything i'm like marking my calendar for i'm not looking forward to it um you know it it's one of those things where it's it's interesting to watch because there's really nothing else on. It was interesting to see Nelly and Lexi out there this week, but I think I would be more tuned in, and I think other people would be more tuned in if it was changed to kind of how we were we were looking at it um, and being fully mixed event, um, yeah. especially in the in the time of season it is. It you know, PJ Tour has really not that much going on. LPGA doesn't have anything going on. That's the time to do it. Um, everyone, a lot of these people are kind of in their off season. It can be a little more um you know a little more relaxed um but yeah i mean i just i think there just needs to be more people there 10 teams 12 teams it just it just doesn't really do it for me right now
2: i'd I'd like to see them take it's nice that they do something a little bit different with the format but i'd like to see them take even more chances you know like i said the co-ed teams for one would love to see them mic the players up I think that would be really interesting. This is the time to experiment. This is the time to really experiment. And I feel like the tour, the PGA tour is almost squandering that opportunity to really take some chances with something that, you know, if it doesn't work, there's not that many people watching. But, you know, if they do hit on something cool and, you know, golf Twitter starts blowing up about it, you know, maybe that'll generate some buzz and they'll actually get some eyeballs on it. I mean, right now, other than having Nelly and Lexi there, it's a nice way to funnel a little bit of money to, you know, 18 mediocre PGA tour players. That's, that's really all this exists to do. So
1: yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that, um, and I didn't really think about it that way, but this time, you know, they, this has kind of been uh, named the silly season of golf anyways, is at least what it used to be before they've eliminated eliminated a lot of the tournaments, and now I've moved to the elevated style um, calendar for next year, but um, you're right. I mean, this is a time where they can really just kind of experiment with different things, different tournaments, um, miking players up, um, and like you said, if it doesn't get views or if people don't see it, it can go away. It's nothing they have to do next year. But if they find something they love, you know, it's something that can be you know, maybe included in some of the regular tour events, regular tour stops. So um, no, I agree with you on that. I think that's actually a pretty good call.
0: All right. Well, it's been, it's been a great show. Um, The 25th episode of of two and one, I feel like every time we say uh, the number episode that we're on, um, it's just crazy to me that, you know, we're actually doing this. This is just, a uh, an idea that Madison had and he came to me and then you know, he just asked me if, he, if I could talk golf for, for a couple hours and we were like, yeah. So then we started the podcast, but, uh, thank you all. Thank you, Mike, for, for joining the team. Um, thank you all for listening. Please check us out on all the socials. We have a lot of content coming out very soon, uh, at two and one golf on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Forget TikTok, and we'll see you real soon.